Welcome to a Delco Nerd Network Podcast. I am your host, Anthony Rigucci, and this is Replay, Relive, and Re-Experience, or as we like to call it, Re3s, where you guess that we do all three of those things to our favorite video game franchises. In this edition of Re3, we'll be replaying, reliving, and re-experiencing Halo, starting with Combat Evolve and ending with Halo 5 Guardians in anticipation for Halo Infinite this holiday season. Here to go on Master Chief Saga with me, as always... Chris Trio, Chris Gaddis, Chris Squared. How you guys Chris doing? Chris Squared. <laughs> yeah, you're you're correct. I was gonna say Chris Cubed, but you you beat you beat it. No. You got, you're on. <laughs> no, not too much. There's three of us. Yeah, there's, 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 there's two not, Chris's. There's two Chris's. Cooch, how are you? I'm good, guys. This series is out. This is the first recording we're doing. That's true. When that, it's uh, actually like live. Yeah. 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 How do you feel? Pretty good. Pretty I, I good, hate yeah. it. No. <laughs> I went the opposite. It sucks. Way. I'm like, this is awful, and I wish I was never part of it. No. It's been awesome. I really liked. Been listening to a few of the episodes. It's been great, Gooch. They, Everything's gone on point. It's interesting to listen to the recordings we've done. Uh, when did we start? February. Maybe March. Yeah. Wow. That's insane. It's been a, like. Yeah, because I was just starting my new job, and I remember, yeah, definitely March. It's absolutely yeah, when it was, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so it's, it's, it's funny. It's crazy back. stuff, man. Yeah, and then uh, this is post-E3, so we don't have a date for Halo Infinite yet. Yeah, but, but it's we, holiday 2021, right? Yeah, That's... I, I was telling Chris when, before you got here, they are fucking... The, the reason they're not giving the date out is because if they can delay it a week or two or three, they're going to do it. No, that's so, true. So they don't want to hammer down a date and be like, we're delaying it two weeks, and everyone goes. Oh! You don't think there's any chance that means it's not coming? They they don't delay till next year. I there's no. I don't think way so. in hell this game gets delayed. Not again. I do have a lot. I do have a few peeves. Like delayed to the yeah. next year. I, I just don't believe that. I do have a few few peeves coming out of Halo Infinite stuff, but we'll talk about that on our E3 podcast at some okay. point. But uh, yeah, no, I mean I'm excited. Yeah, I mean, I, I wish it was I, fully next gen. That's really my e- major. Even though thing. it's kind of like, I mean, it's topical, it's Halo, but you know, I did want to ask what you guys thought because, like, I'm hyped from the, both the multiplayer standpoint, even the campaign. I'm just like listening to whatever that dude's name is talk to Chief and I, and like the little Cortana thing we got, and I was just like, Ugh. she kind of sounds like Cortana too. It, it's her voice actor. Oh, it 100%. is. Hundred percent. Yeah. Oh, it is. Yeah. But is she doing like a different cadence? Right. I guess. Yeah. 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 Um. The. The game looks good. Um, it looks I, good. I, li- yeah. I like the, what the what I've seen from the multiplayer. Mm-hmm. The multiplayer seems like it's going to be fun. More Halo Five ish than, you know, some people aren't crazy about it. Just, I see a lot of people complaining about like Sprint and stuff and wanting Halo to go back to its roots. But I don't it's, know. It's, Sprint's it's, kind of one of those things that is just I think you need. Do to you really want to just walk all the time? Well, and no. they just want it to be like that speed. Wa- like because in this, obviously, you're walking. You're you're like running pace. It's like a, I feel like it's a little bit faster. Than like a regular walk now, but in, in Halo sure. Three, I mean, but like, oh, okay. like, yeah. uh, yeah, there's no sprint. In Halo there's no 3. sprint, but you obviously, I don't feel like it's a walking pace at all that you're doing in that game. So right, you don't feel like you're moving slow. Yeah, but no, I even though you're like two tons. It's this weird thing, <laughs> and people like they're like, well, we don't want it. Like it's these weird, these specific things. I feel like this happens in all game franchises too. It's like we don't want to let go of that. Like that's how it was, so that's how it should be. It's like, well, no, not necessarily. But I'm sorry, I, I yeah. We're we're gonna kind of move into that too with Halo Four, where mm-hmm. like the you can really see that. Yeah, yeah. the Halo Three is like, you know, for all intents and purposes, like the first modern Halo, but the last classic, classic Halo. Halo. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We're definitely getting into a little bit more modern gameplay here. Um, were you gonna jump off of something? I he no, he, I, I kind of interrupted cut in. him, and yeah. then I, interrupted I was you. I was gonna say. Um, <laughs> Is this the end of Master Chief's story? I hope so. Yeah. 
I hope so too. I think it would make the most sense. I, mm-hmm. They need to culminate in like you know they're really focusing on him and Cortana. Yeah, like they really need to like bring it home and like I don't know if Chief has to die. I don't really know how Chief finishes, but like they need to culminate it. Like they can't just let him he go. Needs to... And I mean Halo Three, they did kind of end it. I was yeah. gonna say, well, they definitely Honestly. put a bookend. I mean, yeah, from oh, what I remember, absolutely. Sure. It's like... gonna be interesting to talk about because like in the perspective of when they made that game, there was no intentions of making a Halo. The tagline, Halo 4. The tagline is finish, finish the, the fight. fight. Yeah, right. And that's right. it. And we'll but, get uh, into it. Yeah, no, I'm I'm excited. My I can't say my heart didn't flutter when I heard triple kill like all just yeah. all the goods like and it, wait no scope yeah i was like bank yeah. shot like yeah. they knew how to make yeah. a great trailer it's like it's it's gonna be halo it seems like they're adding in things that i'm very interested on like uh i'm trying to think of one of the new things and i can't off the top of my head i feel very dumb but yeah there's it comes down the, to the, the grappling hook the, the grappling hook. hook that was that the was major very thing very much demonstrated so, in those trailers yeah, yeah i think like that seems to be the biggest new move major and there's obviously new weapons and new like Mm -hmm. tactics and new game mechanics and such but yeah that seems to be the biggest like quote-unquote not even departure but addition uh fundamental difference in the core gameplay i I wish what you wanted to say and i might i wish the campaign was all next gen i and i get that the multiplayer needs to be but like i think you're not you're not seeing that next gen last gen thing like you are with playstation games no 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 i agree no i i agree i think xbox is doing like they have a bunch of next gen oh, games wait, coming. Well, how, did i misunderstand you? no i'm just saying in the way of like i do think like this being on the next gen console exclusively would make a major difference in the way of like gameplay and what we could get maybe in that main campaign now i get the multiplayer needing to be cross-gen and i like how they're doing free to play with that i think it's a very interesting concept but like, I don't think uh, it's not to say Xbox has an ex- like a next gen exclusives problem or by any means or anything like that. I just think I would like to see Halo be like kind of that start off of like this is next gen for see, Xbox. See, I, 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 right. I, I did understand you correctly. I, I think you're kind of like don't think of it in the terms of PlayStation. I think that's why. But I'm not thinking of it in the terms of PlayStation. But I'm like, I don't think I, I, I don't think it's a be. bad thing that like Halo Five is on Xbox One. I it's not even that I think it's a bad thing. I think that that does hold back Halo Infinite. I don't. I don't it agree. Abs- no, not I mean, with the way Xbox is doing smart delivery. I don't think it is. But but the Xbox. So you're making a game for a console that was made 11 years ago as your baseline. How is that not going to make you make like a, like nine, a lesson? But, all right. Sorry. Oh, sorry. <laughs> it's not sorry. Uh, no, but even still, well, not, I, when because was it? I just think the way Xbox is done next gen, they have pretty much. M- took taken that issue out and it's out of the equation but how is that out of the i don't get how because i think it's it's kind of hard to explain i don't but that's the that's the i think i think it's just do you chris do you understand what i'm saying i'm just listening okay (laughs) no input for him you guys are going at it and i'm just no i don't even want to go at it here that's just how i I think it's just the way xbox is doing next generation i think it i i like i don't even know what i'm trying to say are you saying like more so not focusing on like next gen graphics No, no 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 i think the way they're doing it is the right way and it, I don't think the way they're developing games for next gen means they have to cut corners and make things worse to put it on the last generation because it just works. But whatever no, that but means, but you know, like I guess that's just I can play Halo 5 Guardians and play the Xbox One version and then put it in my Series X and play like a newly upgraded version. Same with Valhalla, same with no, Cyberpunk, I realize, same but with that's, all these but games. But that's what these people are saying. So that's, I guess, we're going to go on a whole nother channel. Like, I, I think that's this fundamentally untrue. 
I think that's because mm-hmm. you are making this game like no matter what, and I actually, I watched this whole thing on game development, now I'm an expert, so, you know, <laughs> watch out. Yep. Uh, but, like, in the way of, like, how you physically design games, and, like, I actually even heard Colin talking about this on last day, like, the way you will design a map is to create space for loading screens and to create, like, space for literally your world to load and for assets to be, to be, uh, I guess, not created, but to be built back up. Like, they're already existing, but they need to, to load. Now, like with the, with the new consoles, you don't have to think like that when you're creating a game. You can really do it however you want. Whereas, like I feel like making a game cross gen inherently, you have to make it be able to run on that lowest common denominator, which is that oldest console. Sure, you can bump up the res and bump up the FPS when you get to the next generation, but you fundamentally can't change anything about that game. Which, uh, like I felt like we were being told, like with this next generation, we could really do that, but. Again, I will give to Xbox in the way of like I there are next gen exclusives coming down the pipeline, so I'm not as salty about it as say is like with God of War with PlayStation Five. Like that truly blows me away that that is going to be a cross gen game. Yeah, but yeah. like where's this? Oh, you didn't know that? What? Oh yeah, yeah. God no, of War. I, the next I, God of War yeah. is is, cr- is going to be on does PlayStation that, Four and that PlayStation. Not be like what the fuck? Like, but that's you... why it sort of does for this for me too, but not. Not nearly as, as bad, because I do think this was maybe originally kind of coming to, like, the Xbox. And it's, oh, yeah, that's was. That's the Xbox yeah, One, so there wasn't anything. But, like, whereas, like, with God of War, that kind of scares me in a way. Like, that seems like... The, and they they're saying gonna, it hasn't, but... Are they not going to, like, update the engine or anything? I, I mean, a, wow. dude, and I can't... Uh, we'll talk about. We're, we're getting. We're getting. Yeah, we are. We'll yeah. get into Halo again. <laughs> we're definitely going to talk about Halo. But that's my. Podcast. That's my input on that Halo. I, I'm so excited. Yeah, at bottom line, I'm hype. Yeah, we're hype. Episode 13, we are finally on Halo 3. Today, we're going to be doing the introduction, as we usually do for the start of the game. We'll be doing the arrival cutscene and Sierra 117, our first level. One thing I forgot to mention, uh, you don't have the dock open. Oh, you I'm sorry, do, I need so to. I'm, yeah. I'm, Trio, how long do you think our first Combat Evolved dock outline was? How many pages? Yeah. Combat Evolved, uh, 30. Wow, twenty nine. You were yeah, I was nice. like, I was thinking. I was How like, long do you think Halo Two was? Sixty. <laughs> wow. Because I, like, cause I felt like because I felt like there was at least double the information yes. like coming oh, in at Halo, like so, just from the so beginning. How long do you think Halo Threes is gonna be? I think it's gonna be somewhere in between. Are you? What are you already? So I think it'll be like sixty five. You think it'll Good be sixty five? Yeah. I was thinking there's no way it's gonna be sh- long. I think it's, there's no way it would be shorter than fifty. But, like, I think that they could be a little... Because I feel like a lot of... The, actually, I don't know. I feel like a lot of the stuff we've already kind of gone over lore-wise, there isn't a ton of new stuff that I can think of off the top of my head. Right, especially that we're getting three. into. That's yeah, what yeah, I yeah. mean. Like, we're kind of... We got most of the... Like, sure, we'll have some new weapons coming in and such. But... Really not that much. But not yeah. a ton. There's I know. I mean, there's like, there's, like, the spike... The one, spike funny, here. one funny thing, replaying this. The arsenal stays... Extremely Very, similar. Except to the Halo assault 2. rifles back, right? You the saying? assault rifles back. The spikers back. The spike grenade and was the, the spiker in the first game. No, the spike grenade is not in the two. spiker. spiker. I mean. Oh, spiker. No. Okay. No. Yeah. Okay. No. So I thought you said it came back. So I was like, oh wait, was it there? No. Yeah. Oh. The, I said the assault rifle came back. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Like there's really and the gravity hammer, but like there's no like huge additions to the arsenal, which yeah, I feel like that really, really comes in reach. I remember that. Sorry. Yeah, it definitely really comes in Reach, if I remember correctly. Like, that's when the DM... But we'll get into it. Reach's arsenal gets weird. I love the yeah. DMR. Oh, I love the DMR. So good. Well, let's get into it. We're talking about Halo 3's development. Um, 
So just as a recap, uh, Halo 2 or Halo 1 was like a totally different game, got repurposed, was the flagship co- title for the X for the original Xbox. Halo 2 had like a terrible development cycle trying to live up to the expectations of one. They did it. Yeah, they still did it. <laughs> they still really did it. it. So we're going into Halo 3. Sort of on an, uh, a somewhat different note, too. Um, Bungie began developing Halo 3 shortly after Halo 2 shipped. The game officially was announced at E3 2006, and its release was preceded by a multiplayer beta, uh, that w- uh, an open multiplayer beta, to select players who purchased the 360 game Crackdown. Do you guys remember this? Was this like the first beta? The, 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 like first, the first Halo open... 3 beta was exclusive. You had to own Crackdown. You know, I had Crackdown. Maybe I, I'm. I it's like a, it's like in the back of my mind. Were you know? there any other betas like this beforehand? Like that? Like obviously they had like private in, ones, in, but like in like free, in like, like gaming. Yeah. Or like for Halo. No, but I mean like in like like how it was open. Like you just had to own another game to get in on it or something. Like for the general, for <sighs> I don't the general know. public. Like because I feel like I don't like. I remember starting to hear that that term beta a lot, but I felt like it kind of came out of nowhere. Just around the era of demo discs. I don't know. I mean, we're past demo discs at this point. I think we're at the like the the end of that. I'm pretty sure they still had like demo discs around that time. Maybe like like sneaking. I think huh. this is the second time we've brought up sneaking sneak on this podcast. <laughs> like there's like like I mean they were like demo games that Burger King made. Yeah, easy platinum. I guess. A, what a time. Microsoft spent forty million dollars marketing this game, which we're going to talk and about it shows. <laughs> immensely. Uh, in an effort to sell more game consoles and broaden the appeal of the game beyond the established Halo fan base, marketing included cross promotions and an alternate reality game. Guys, Halo Three is launching on the Xbox 360 a year after it comes out. Halo Three is the system seller. Like, think about it in terms of that. Like, Halo 3 sold consoles. I mean, that's what they wanted it to do, and that's what it fucking did. That's how I got a 360. I got a 360. Christmas of 2006, I got Halo 3. Like, mm-hmm. you were in it. Done. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. like, I was I was an example of that. When did you guys get your 360 consoles, just out of curiosity? Did you have a 360, actually? I got a 360, I think around Modern Warfare 2. So That's probably what around I would the, say too. Probably around the same time, but I I didn't play I didn't get Halo Three on launch. <gasps> yeah, I wasn't a. <gasps> I don't. To be honest, I don't have a specific memory. Yeah, <gasps> it, it took yeah. me friends to be like, "Yo, look at this game. Mm-hmm. Right. Try out this yeah, game." Yeah, I remember and... playing it at people's houses. I feel like. Yeah, we'll get into it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Halo Two was a critical and commercial success, but its development had taken a toll on Bungie. Uh, the game's development was fraud, uh, fraught and rushed, resulting in the final act of the game being cut. You know what's funny? Halo 3 just feels like the entire final act of Halo 2. True. I agree with yeah. you, too. Especially at the beginning. Like, you're just coming in and you're ready to go. Like, mm-hmm. you're yeah. in it. There's it's there's no, like... Direct continuation. Yeah, there's. I feel like there's no big cutscene like there was in the beginning of the first two. Like, they're not really, like... You're, like, you They crash, throw you in. You're mm-hmm. in. Yeah. Start. Yeah, yeah like, let's go. Get, yeah, yeah, hit the ground running. Bungie was openly critical of the game's shortcomings and viewed the third Halo game as a chance to make it right to fans, even though I don't necessarily know if that was, like, needed, but okay. Uh, This would also be the final Halo game uh, for the studio, Bungie, and they would be going on to other projects, Destiny, Destiny 2, and then they're exclusively. I don't think they made anything else besides Who did Reach? Three? No, was it? Was I thought it was Bungie. Great question. Yeah, I don't know. I, I could have sworn it. <laughs> was now that Bungie. I think about it, and the, the, it, this it says makes that. sense that it was Bungie. And who made ODST? I mean, I guess Bungie. Maybe they made like mainline. Oh, yeah. I mean, like Reach is kind of mainline, right? Yeah, I would say. 
uh, lingering dissatisfaction with Bungie's acquisition by Microsoft in 2000 and a desire for more favorable profit sharing on Halo 3 led to an agreement where Bungie would become an independent studio after shipping a set number of new Halo games. Confirmed. Confirmed it was Bungie that made Halo Reach. Thought so. After Halo 2 ship, Bungie co-founder Jason Jones went on sabbatical, uh, leaving the Halo 3 team with little direction or leadership. Different staff members wrestled over who would take on creative positions for the new game, with no clear creative direction decided. Story writer Joseph Statton took a vacation after coming into conflict with other staff members, meaning there was no clear person who was responsible for the game's story for a portion of development. The story was drafted by a committee and then presented to Bungie senior members. In comparison with Halo 2's tight-lipped development, Bungie was more transparent about the process for Halo 3. Bungie kept the public informed on the game development via weekly updates on their website. During development, the game was divided into single-player and multiplayer builds. While details of the Halo... while details of Halo 3's multiplayer were widely disseminated in the 16 months leading up to release, the single-player aspect of the storyline was kept relatively secret throughout much of the development. The first campaign screenshots did not appear until a year after the announcement trailer on July 5th, 2007 as a tease for the planned uh, pace of marketing. That's pretty interesting. I, you know, and I guess that makes sense, right? I feel like there's there's a lot of stuff that happens in halo three that uh like yeah i guess like they kind of kept the game, whole game secret right because like we we look at that one trailer and it's like nothing yeah it's yeah. kind of it's I really guess, is it's really arc on, is it's, that the arc on earth i assume by the end like the one where he's like running out and it's this big kind of thing yeah opening yeah up. like but they, obviously they there's show, no content they no show, idea what's they going. show no story it's just all like okay you know, here's the profit kind of, of truth of? and here's some like random gameplay that doesn't really tell you anything absolutely what? that reminds me of halo what was it five when it was master chief walking in like the cloak on the sand yeah that, and you that really had first like teaser. no idea what was going it kind of reminded me of that or well i guess that reminded me of this i should say Wasn't that okay. four no was it, it was four? five oh, that was five it was the, that was oh the, the big owl that was the teaser trailer for that's five. right yeah it was and when he's like walking no, on the sand and yeah, he's like in a yeah. cloak and his then, helm was cracked yeah mm-hmm. i remember watching that on scene and then you played as Locke for eight out of the ten levels <laughs> <sighs> we'll get to it. <laughs> Chris was fat. Like, I never ah. played the campaign. I just, you know. Oh, um, yeah. oh. bless me, right? Oh, jeez. Play, play the campaign for what? Halo Five. Oh yeah. So yeah. Your first time. Yeah. First That'd time. Interesting. Well, sorry for that slight spoiler. Huh? No. <laughs> A public beta test of the game's online multiplayer features, as well as saved films and file share, took place four months before the full release. Players required again a crackdown disc to play the beta halo 3 grossed 170 million dollars its first day of release and 300 million its first week how That's, much did do you know how much it costs to develop do they do they have that number i don't know i'm I'll, gonna look it up sure uh, more than 1 million people played halo 3 on xbox live in the first 20 hours to date halo 3 has sold in excess of 14.5 million copies the game was also the best-selling game of 2007 in the U.S. overall. The game was very well received by critics, with the Forge and multiplayer offerings uh, singled out as strong features. However, some reviewers criticized single-player aspects, especially the plot and campaign layout. Halo 3 is frequently listed as one of the greatest video games of all time, and rightly so, in my opinion. Uh, Guesstimate, how much do you think it costs to develop? 100 
250 million. How much do you think? 150 million. 60 million. Huh? Wow. So 60 and then how much? So did you it say made, made half its budget in a day. Yeah. Or in a week. That's crazy. And then trounced it in two weeks. Right, yeah. I'm sure that. Well, yeah, that's what I'm, it said, uh, like three hundred million or something. But no, I thought it... uh, first day one hundred seventy million a week, three hundred million. Oh yeah, so it trounced. It's oh, yeah. yeah, and and of course we're not even talking about the holiday sales. You know, Jesus. it comes out in November. Sorry, I said two thousand and six earlier. I meant two thousand seven. So two thousand seven. Yeah, think about the holiday sales for that. Um, I'm sure a lot of people had three sixties, but now they're selling systems. So on top I of also that. will say apparently that where there was a thirty million dollar marketing budget as well. And in addition to that. Yeah, we mentioned that earlier. So, yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Continue. So, uh, yeah, before we get into the marketing, I I guess we can talk about, you know, our, our memories, reminisce about Halo 3. Halo, yeah, Halo 3 is definitely one of those games that stands out, not really for the single player. Uh, like, I think the campaign is really good, but... It like the multiplayer, like the it, hours that shines. I put in on that. It changed everything. Whether you were playing ranked or social, or you were in forging forge maps or custom, custom match, games, file share. Oh my god! You the, remember people trying to get recon? Amazing! Oh my god! The file share, legendary. Yeah. Like I think recon is one of those those things that just like if you were there, like you remember recon and like the mythic legend of recon armor and how mm. like people, I got it right before Halo Four came out. I think I like. I think I got it with you, actually. Really? Yeah, I think so. They add, yeah, they added it in Halo Three, like really late in the game, or maybe with like the mythic like uh, map pack or whatever. Because there was a heroic, packs. legendary, and mythic map packs. I'm pretty sure. Wow, this is like I haven't thought about this in a while. Yeah, that just like that just came too. But yeah, I remember like seventh grade. I got my my 360, and I remember like after Christmas vacation, I go back into school and like. Uh, all I'm talking about to people is fucking Halo 3. And then, like, getting people's gamer tags. Like, this is before social media, which is weird to think about. Like, Facebook wasn't a thing, so, like... Writing them down on, like, paper. Paper, yeah. Yeah. And, like, adding people. And, like, we all played Halo 3. And I've met plenty of friends, online friends, through that, that, like, I think about. And it's, like... That some of them are still friends with them now. Some of them, like, they're just like, like, it's just what happened to like, that guy. Yeah. Last logged on two years ago. And it's like, what? where did he <laughs> that's go? Like, yeah, yeah, like, the, the that's meme, like, what, yeah, it's like yeah. one of those memes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Halo 3, like, really was this experience unlike any other. Again, it, it whether it was the custom games, Forge, multiplayer, like just hours sunk into that game. Custom uh, games. With other people too. Yeah. And it's it's not like like sure the campaign and like getting the Hayabusa armor, getting all the skulls, like but it was really camp uh, it was really multiplayer where like Halo 3's uh notoriety uh uh for me. Infam- the opposite of <laughs> Uh, of infamy, fame, yeah, oh, yeah. Fame. Fame. for me, yeah, for me, for uh, me. All, of his, all of the all of the Halo for me. <laughs> Halo's fame, like it, it happened in the, the battlegrounds of Xbox Live. Oh yeah, I mean Xbox Live itself is, was very revolutionary for the time, right? Like the service, like that, sure. that was like yeah. the first thing, first console to ever really do that, right? Like yeah, I, I remember like just like like World of Warcraft going to like GameStop and like buying like three month cards a lot. Yeah, before uh, before like my mom would like let me use the credit card or like I had a credit card. Yeah. Um, but guys, what are your experiences with Halo Three? Custom games. For I remember sure. just that custom really is, games. Yeah. Do you, um, go ahead. Uh, no, go ahead. I don't want to interrupt you. you I was just gonna, just, yeah, just Fat Man, in, in Infected. 
I could go on and on. I, just, I was gonna say, do you remember any custom game types like off the top of your head? Yeah, I'm, like Fat Man, Lava Pit, or uh, uh, Trash Compactor. Crash, Crash Compactor is my uh, favorite. Ghostbusters was really yeah, fun. Yeah, yeah, and the ghosts. Ghosts. So and that the one was like, yeah, you would like there would be invisible people all around the map. Uh, like with active camo. Oh no! And then oh, maybe I'm thinking the wrong thing. Okay. And then there's like three people like with Pumping. plasma. Yeah, with oh, plasma yeah? guns, and they they're supposed to get yeah. You're supposed That's to awesome. hide, and they gotta find you. And yeah, it's it's a lot of fun. I'm, I'm yeah. I remember just there like, was another game that did not have a very politically correct name anymore that we would play. Uh, you're gonna have to tell me. Later. I will play. I will say it off air. We can't. You <laughs> cannot say it now. I'm really curious because like I have no idea what it could be. Well, the 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 aim of the game was there was one person off the ghosts and one person on the ghosts, and they'd have to get. They'd have to. You'd have to hit that person. Interesting. Yeah. Um. I will move we'll, on. We'll move on from <laughs> that. Like Frogger. Sort of. Yeah, okay. the infection game types. I remember like a lot, like people like on like sandbox or something, and like you were like floating in the sky, and like you had ghosts, and like you played like bumper cars. Oh, with I ghosts. do. Well, what was the one where you had to go around the track, and someone was a, so a sniper? Yeah. yeah, man. And like they on, tried to on rat uh, race or rat. Well, I th maybe it was like you were on like uh, you were on. Uh, you were like on this little track. On this little track in the in the sky, you were on, on what mongooses, mm -hmm. and you had to make it all the way around the circle well, and get to the teleporter so you could get to the sniper to take out the other oh, sniper. Oh my yeah. god! Yes. 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 Yeah. Holy man. shit! Then, I can't remember what that. Then there was uh yeah, lava pit was a favorite one. What was the one? I think it was called Jaws. Yeah, I think it was Jaws, and you played it on Zanzibar and in the water, and like somebody was like in the water, and you had to like, and it was an infected game mode, and I think the person was supposed to be the shark, and you were like jumping on platforms the time to dodge. Oh, I remember no. like specifically. I'm pretty sure the game, the the map was called Shark, and the game was called Jaws. You could make mm -hmm. a Halo Mario Party game with all those mini games. I'm not oh, even yeah. kidding. Like the way the the way people would like mess with Forge and create these crazy maps and like. And the the grotesque images of naked women oh, in, in the, file like, share. Yeah. Would that happen? Like, oh, I never saw. I never saw. Oh my that. god, dude! File share was riddled. Was with, just, with like just that's porno. like in like Call yeah. of Duty yeah. where like people make like you know like oh yeah, it's like, just a girl with her like an ass. Yeah, with her, yeah. Oh, the black ops editor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. like it'll be like a girl with her legs spread wide and her like tits hang out like or something like it. And and you are people have the time. I was literally I'm like man, this probably took a while. Out of fucking guns. Yeah, out of guns. Yeah, like guns and weird shapes. It's such a true ingenuity. Anyways. I mean, dude, think about it. Halo 3 file share was the first photo mode. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Now that I think about it, I've never thought about this until this very second. It's crazy, Remember man. how, like, you get, like, people will, like, go inside grenades and they blow up and they create, like, effects? Do you yeah. remember that? Like, people doing the crazy shit. Dude, people will do crazy shit with even the littlest of tools. Like, when yeah. you just release to everyone. I mean, I can't. I'm excited to see what people do with the new Forge and Infinite. Like, uh, if but again, like I remember, I, the I, I feel like Forge and Halo Four and Five never really got back well, to where I, it was. I don't I'm feel sure like there you were could people making maps. But I agree. I but you couldn't exploit it the same way. Like you couldn't do the same things and like like put walls through other walls and like really kind of make like the way I saw people doing things. I was like. What the fuck? This is insane. Right, they would really finagle shit yeah. to make it work. And I no, in Halo 4 and 5, they made that shit work like that. Like, you could do it. Yeah, I guess like, you're right. They phased through. Yeah. Remember Foundry? Like, every map, once Foundry came well, out and on I Heroic know. Map Pack, it, like, every Forge map was on Foundry. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because it was just like a big Wide open space. Box. Yeah. 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 Cool stuff. God. Bring Anything else, Chris, about your Halo 3 memories? Um, I definitely remember the first mission of the campaign. Like, oh yeah, absolutely. When finding he's the, uh, we'll, we'll talk about him later. But the yeah. uh, the little cavemen. 
I remember just seeing them. I was like, yo, what are they? I, I remember the first time I played Halo's campaign, I think. Um, one of my earliest memories, I went to Tim Appleby's house, and we played, I think, Tosavo Highway and the Storm. I specifically remember like us taking out the Scarab in the Storm on Mongooses with the... With the rocket launchers, like that dude, was, I remember me and like seeing the CQB armor, like the first army again. I'm like, whoa, like What's you can going change on? armors, like yeah. that's so cool. That was the beginning two. of it, huh? Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh, that's insane. Yeah, I do remember doing like trio. Yeah, yeah. I mean, my but I basically mostly covered mine, but I mean, yeah, the campaign playing on legendary, trying to beat that with my friends. You know, just so many good memories of Halo. But I think I basically just covered everything with Chris. Yeah. Good stuff, though. Yeah. So let's talk about Halo 3's marketing. We kind of mentioned the budget already, but Halo 3 had this like massive marketing campaign and like a lot of cool ass trailers came out. Stuff that like had just never been done before. And I think now at this point it's like, oh yeah, we see this kind of shit all the time. Whether it's, but like, it's like, oh, who did it real first? Real world stuff. But yeah, I think a lot of interesting things came out to the point where I think it was just like, we need to talk about this. Cause like, it's just like, if you don't know and. Now you're going to know. Yeah. Well, there, I mean, I was watching some of these before I came here today. I was like, oh, I didn't know this existed. I was right. kind of confused at first. I was like, well, oh, it's yeah, a mock documentary. I, I oh. gave the guy some homework. I'm like, got to watch all these trailers. Or, you're, <laughs> or I'm like, you're never coming back here again. So You're off the show. I definitely didn't skip one. <laughs> we'll see. Um, while Bungie often partnered with other companies to create advertisements, they also produced their own video documents or vid docs. I don't know if you guys remember those. They still I do. do them. Really? Yeah, they still do for like yeah. Destiny. That's so cool. Yeah, man. Uh, detailing the behind-the-scenes development of aspects of Halo 3, including redesigning enemy brutes, additions to multiplayers, and other game features. The first Vidoc was released shortly after the game's announcement and was the making of style video of the final. Oh, was the making of style video. While the final Vidoc was uh, made its debut on September 20th, 2007. So let's talk about some trailers and shorts. First up, the Halo 3 announcement trailer. Halo 3 was uh, officially announced via a cinematic trailer rendered in real time, uh, shown at Microsoft's press conference at E3 2006 on May 9th. The trailer is set in the dry plains of Africa, which is probably like Tosavo Highway, um, with the ruins of the space elevator and other damage uh, visible. The Master Chief is slowly revealed walking through smoke and dust, occasionally obscured and distorted by images of the artificial intelligence Cortana, transmitting a message composed of portions of the character's lines in, in the Cortana... In the char in character's lines in the Cortana letters, I don't even know what that means. As well as the line from the poem "The Hollow Men," I have defiled gods and demons. I am your shield. I am your sword. I am your sword. I know your past, your future.
This, this is the is way, the, way the, world the world ends. I will say that the, the, just the piano and we key. get that logo. Yeah, it's too good. Uh, speaking of that, that is our outro. And uh, shout out to Fingers uh, for making our intro and outro. I don't think I've actually talked about it on the podcast because, like, yeah, we didn't have it for a point in time. I think we've only recorded maybe, like, three episodes since we've had the intros and outros. But, yeah, yeah shout out to him. For real. He, he did some yeah. cool renditions of the uh, Halo music. Um, the distorted voice of Gortana was deliberate to clue the characters a predicament in Halo 3, with a Bungie staff member uh, stating, We don't know what has happened to her. We don't know it's Gortana. It could be any sort of bizarre, almost satanic voice. Something seems wrong. The trailer featured music by Martin O'Donnell, uh, our composer for the whole series, in addition to the piano and brass section to the classic Halo theme. Guys, what did you think of this I mean, we kind of already like went into a little bit, Earlier, but like yeah. how cl- this trailer is like iconic. Yeah, I mean, Master Chief coming out, really like, no context, right? Just and the Cortana's just cool ass line mm-hmm. from that poem. Apparently, it's great. Now, yeah, I can't really speak much more to what we've said. Amazing stuff. I mean, it really it gets the whole blood pump, and I couldn't imagine like there's better trailers. There are. I think. Whoa! Especially, but again, Whoa. I think. I, I mean, not saying this is the best. No, I think it's. I think it does. Exa- it does, yeah, and yeah. I couldn't imagine being back at that announcement, being like, "Oh, like I was with Halo Infinite the other day." Advertising company McCann Erickson created a second trailer that aired as a TV commercial on December fourth, two thousand six. The video used a mix of computer-generated graphics and live action. Com- uh, computer graphics were produced by Digital Domain and directed by Joseph Kaczynski. Guys, do you know who Joseph Kaczynski is? No, but I think you're going to tell us. I'm going to tell you. He oh, directed yeah. Tron Legacy and also Oblivion and also the Gears of War Mad World trailer. Really? Oh. Yeah. Wow. So this is before all that. So wow. obviously, like, Tron Legacy is his first movie and then Oblivion. Oblivion's like, so good. Too. I, I, I when, when doing a research for my Tron Legacy video essay, Tron's Legacy, just look it up. Thanks, guys, on YouTube. Shameless plug. Um, yeah, I found out that he had directed the Mad World trailer, but I think I totally missed that he did the Starry Night uh, wow. trailer for Halo 3. But um, the, the spot dubbed Starry Night was seen by 7.9 million viewers in its first broadcast and watched more than 3.5 million times on YouTube by September 2007. And guys, what do you think of the Starry and Night like, trailer? Back then, like you had to like sit and wait for a trailer to load again and again. Like the internet, like that's like no joke. <laughs> it's not like dial-up. No, but like I mean, you're waiting. Like back then, <laughs> like you're like it's not on the same level. Like I feel like it's playing a bit the, more of a commitment. Playing the boot up sound. <laughs> yeah. like, but like no, I mean I don't know. Like I think that does even for the time. Like I don't like I'm not saying no. It wasn't like dial-up, but like you know to sit there and watch a trailer a few times. You're sitting there waiting a pit for sure, but sorry, continue. I mean, what do you guys think? This is the one. This the is the one with the, the kids, and then Master yeah. Chief comes in. No, it's great. It really is. It, it kind of threw me off first. I'm like, is this supposed to be Chief? And then I was like, oh no, this is where I'm. It's yeah, good. I love the kids. Like, I, I guess yeah, they're on Earth, so mm-hmm. yeah, and they're just like, do you think anything's up there? I don't know. And then Master Chief's helmet's kind of like in the same thing, and you're there. And then like so with the bubble it, shield, and then he yeah, his, yeah, yeah, and then oh. yeah, he picks his helmet back up, and like you hear like Marines chat, and he's like, and he's like, someone's like, Chief, not now, and he's like, and he's like, I said when he jumps down, so he says something to Chief, and the Chief goes, not yet, not yet, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. Like, oh yeah, he's like, it's Chief down, yeah, yeah, and we see the bubble shield, the early rendition of the bubble shield, yeah, where he throws was it supposed to be like a small yeah, 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 and then he jumps into, and then he gets on a assault rifle, right? 
think so. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then he jumps into like a pit of brutes, and that's it. But he must not playing awesome. on easy. Absolutely. <laughs> Again, another like every trailer for this game or like these trailers are like mm-hmm. just fucking. I like I remember Starry Night. Like that Absolutely. was something I really remembered from from Halo Three. Uh, the final trailer uh, was shown during E3 2007 on July 11th. It's consistent. This is the first trailer of actual campaign gameplay and cinematics. Uh, it's it's pretty much goes to that. Uh, truth monologue from crow's nest when he's when he's like i will turn your planet to gloss mm. that yeah and we we see gameplay for the first time um this is like definitely like like the less cool of the trailers but yeah. like this is like again we don't get like 30 gameplay trailers like we do today like it was the announcement and some of these cool teaser vidox that really have nothing to do with the game and they're just advertising and then this yeah, like no. six months before the game comes out. Yeah, no, Finally it's crazy shit. Finally, for the first time. That must have been crazy. What? Like seeing seeing the gameplay for the. Oh yeah, yeah. I could only imagine. It's funny. I I remember. I think I watched this trailer probably like on on demand when G four was still around, and I would oh, go on on demand and like watch different trailers or like X play on, on demand. Yeah. X play. I mean, like I think yeah, you know, YouTube was a thing, but like no, I, but you I, couldn't I, get it on your TV. Like yeah, like you, right, yeah, right, like yeah, so yeah, you, yeah. It's so crazy. No, it's insane. It's funny to think about. Yeah, think about the old school, like yeah, before Comcast was Xfinity and like like the old on-demand layout. It was like light blue. And, I mean, even I just oh, yeah. ba- I just basically discovered AirPlay for like the first time, like when I got my new TV because I never really like I've heard what, of AirPlay. like casting. Yeah, like ca- like I didn't realize how easy it was to literally just pull it up on my phone, press pull, like mm-hmm. I felt like such an old fucking man. It was hilarious. Next up, I I thought I put the titles at the top of these. I guess I missed a lot of them. Um, the land. Uh, this we're talking about the the landfall uh, video uh, was the the landfall series of videos was directed by Neil Blomkamp. Guys, Neil Blomkamp, director of the Halo movie that was supposed to happen. District yeah, Nine, no, Chappie. What else yeah. did he do? Elysium. Elysium. Yeah, this is all the trash planets. <clears throat> District 9 was probably like a few years before this mm-hmm. or a few years after this so very close to his like debut um yeah the proposed director of the possible halo film this was also produced by peter jackson unlike previous trailers and videos the shorts were first to depict the halo universe in a live action setting the production uh was a collaboration between weta workshop neil blancamp and bungie uh when asked about the shorts Neil said that he hoped that it would help interest movie studios in his currently inactive movie project since it lost its studio support in October 2006. Game Trailers released a compilation of all three videos edited together, titling it Landfall. Um, now this gets the blood the blood flowing. It, why is there not... Why has Neil Blomkamp not made a Halo movie? I mean, there's District a Halo 9 fucking, was supposed to be one, right? Yeah, is that, that's I, not, I, and, not and, true. And we're still getting like a Halo series Showtime? on Paramount. No, I thought oh, it was Paramount, Paramount now. Yeah, you're right. Oh, is yeah. it Paramount now? Yeah, I thought Paramount it was Plus. And that, it moved. So isn't like Steven Spielberg involved in that? He was. Is he not anymore? Remember know. when he came out on that E3 stage and talked about yeah. it? Yeah. Again, like... Continue. So there's two parts of it. The first live action video is titled Arm Race, uh, which was shown at E3 2007, and it was followed up by another short called Combat, which featured Covenant in human vehicles and weapons. The final video in the series aired on October 4th, 2007, and used uh, was used by Discovery Channel to promote their reality show Last One Standing. The short ties the events depicting the, to the beginning of Halo 3, which begins Master Chief Plummet to 
Earth. Yeah. So it's pretty much like the the first arms race is like they're making weapons and shit, and yeah. like they're like gearing up Marines and shit, and like making war the hogs. They look so. It's good. like the war machine. The cogs are turning. Yep. The gears of war. As <laughs> one might say. Uh, and then the second part of the video Reference. is yeah, it's just like Marines fighting, like very I like poorly done at this point like brutes mm -hmm. like cgi'd in there and yeah I, I, going up chris uh, you were kind of going off this and you really like this one. I, I just really like the live action trailers that bungie's done over the years just they get the uh, they know what they're doing yeah. what, what did you oh, think yeah. trio i thought it was awesome again like like just like they first time seeing this yes okay. absolutely really? yeah no i didn't really, like this type of marketing and stuff back then i didn't really catch mm -hmm. uh but I mean, it's it's very well done and well executed, and I mean, there is so much potential in this universe. Mm -hmm. I, I hate saying it because like, oh, not every video game needs a movie. No, they don't. But this could just be a war movie, but set in the Halo universe. What are we doing? What's happening? I Sorry. It's it so the fuck? What are so really easy? Like, freaking out. <laughs> so like, ah! <laughs> like all, they could just retell all the first three games in one movie, and I'd be okay with it. Literally, like, and they could do that. Like, they could do that. Yeah. And listen, you don't honestly, have to... they could do it in two movies. Halo One is a movie of in itself. Halo Two and Three could be smashed together. Mm -hmm. No, I agree. I yeah, I don't know. It, it saddens me that we have we still have yet to get. I mean, it's coming apparently. And I mean, didn't we we had that like. Wasn't there like a lock series too? Nightfall. Nightfall. Yeah. Oh, we'll probably right. talk about Nightfall maybe when we get yeah. to like five. Which or apparently sucked. Yeah, Nightfall like, was bad. Fooled under dawn. Though. What about, was that? I have to rewatch that. Was that that? Was that a movie? Like a that, little short film or something? Like so, like an hour and a half. It was about Lasky and Lasky in like combat training. That's, pretty much. Oh yeah, so and I didn't see that one. The girl from The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. Who? I, not the oldest girl. Maybe the middle. No. Maybe it's the middle one. One of the girls from that series is in that and uh yeah like, i think there's only two that are part of like the family the younger or the older one yeah it's one of them okay. <laughs> <laughs> i'll right. narrow it down narrow it to, yeah that's good right. and yeah like uh chief Lasky meets chief for the first time they reference that in halo 4 that chief at and Malasky have met before and like they like in i was just watching some halo 4 cutscenes yesterday and he like mentions the fact like that they know each other um but that was, yeah, that that's... Crazy stuff. Fort Under Dawn was sick. But um, one of the coolest things, I think, in Landfall is when they get shot with a spiker. Oh, yeah. And they have to fucking buzzsaw them off the fucking wall. And I'm like just like, I'm like, this is probably how it would really be like. Because those brute Imagine weapons are getting, huge. Well, but, and, oh, yeah. and like, especially, like, the spiker sucks. But I mean, I guess a needler, you're going to die. A thousand, like if you get shot because it explodes. See, yeah. Whereas like a spiker, like it's you just, just got a jagged piece of crystal stuck in your fucking flesh. Ugh, it would be awful. Yeah, I think it really depicts like just the brutality of the Covenant and the alien I mean, weapons. Even imagine like banshees. a actually smashing someone's head in in real oh, life dude, with the, the hammer. With the hammer. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, like the, the not the gravity part of it, but he like puts the blade part and like. Yeah, smacks him into a wall and <laughs> blood just goes out the back of his head. He was dead when he hit the wall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Terror. Amazing. Very all those, cool. All those lives for, uh, by those Marines just for one Snuffed. Spartan. Yeah. One Spartan. That shows you how much they needed that, needed that man. Absolutely. Yeah. And boy, we needed to believe because oh, guess yeah. what? This is the the last part, I think, right? And the, yeah. This the is believe the first, campaign. First time I've seen this was yesterday. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Same. Really? Even, yeah. the, even the part with the, 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 the miniatures? 
Oh, well, the minute when he, like, lifts his head up, I've, I've seen yeah, that, but I didn't that see that is a trailer. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, uh, the Believe campaign, the, the faces of Marines featured in Believe ads are based on actual scans of real people. The last major advertising campaign before uh, and during Halo's release was a series of videos marketed with the tagline, Believe, beginning on September 11th, 2007. Uh, these videos, with an estimated cost of $10 million, were directed by Rupert Sanders, uh, known for video game advertisement advertisement and made to depict a generic representation of a single battle in Halo 3. Live action videos featured elderly war veterans, veterans at the Museum of Humanity, reminiscing about the human covenant war and the role the Master Chief played. The Believe website allowed visitors to pan the length of a massive diorama of, of over 1,200 square feet in size and over 12 feet tall with a handcrafted human and coven figures representing one twelfth scale of a battle. According to Microsoft, the unusual presentation of a model rather than a computer uh, graphics was chosen to look at the themes that lie at the heart of the Halo trilogy. War, duty, sacrifice, and most importantly, the heroism of the Master Chief. The musical score for the Museum of Humanity video is a selection entitled For All of Us and was composed uh, for the video by Jay Green with Big Science Music. The diorama was built through a collaboration between Los Angeles, California-based New Deal Studios and San Stan Winston Studios. Director Rupert Sanders had actors stand in for the Marines, capturing their facial expressions and using them as a basis of the miniatures. Character assets from Bungie, including alien models and armor, or were recreated and rebuilt for reuse. I don't even know what that means. <laughs> what does that mean to play us out? <laughs> the Twisted City ruins of the diorama is set were inspired by bombed out Afghanistan, Afghanistan suburbs. Special attention was paid to creating the photorealistic setting of which recognizably was Halo. Um, yeah, so... Again, this is called the Believe Campaign, and yeah, we're pretty much getting it's. Imagine like we're in a World War II museum, and you're listening to veterans talk about the war. And yeah. That's pretty much what we're Super getting. Super awesome. Um, it's really I cool. loved this. Yeah, we're you know we're 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 getting depictions of like the two Marines talking about I, I just general battle, and they pick up the spiker, mm -hmm. and he's talking about how it's weird to pick so, it up, and yeah, it almost how felt heavy like it is, yeah, right, and how big it is, and he's just like this well, doesn't I love, feel I do right. love the way he said he's like he's like yeah they use this actually as a handgun and the right, way he's picking the it up it no and i'm like holy fuck yeah yeah i um, mean master chief can hold those things fucking one-handed yeah yeah imagine a brute holding like a human pistol probably couldn't even hold it would it. literally be like in its fist like yeah yeah <laughs> Uh, and then one of the other ones is they're on like the battlefield and like there's like it's clearly shot in a documentary style and the guy the guy like asks him and he's kind of like remember how you were talking about Halo Combat Evolved in the book how like you're talking about how Master Chief was kind of like talked to mm -hmm. Marines and stuff yeah uh, it was really reminiscent of this where like ma like apparently this this uh, soldier like talked to Master Chief and he said something to him and I forget exactly what it is but again if you type up believe you'll find like it's like a 15 minute video um, and then of course like the ending is the diorama of a battle on earth uh, of, of the human covenant war and like I remember this was a this was the cut part that was a commercial and yeah. I, I remember watching this for the first time and being like oh my god 
and how serious they were taking Halo. Absolutely. And it was just like, this is so fucking cool. Like, I, and this is something like you'd see in like a movie theater, right? Oh, yeah. It's like it, very impactful, very like engaging for somebody who even doesn't play Halo, which was the point of this, right? To engage people and for Halo to become a, like the phenomenon it is. And I mean, it, Halo 3, it pretty much was that phenomenon. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like yeah like seeing like like all these marines like fucking gunning down like brutes and they're getting killed and like the getting dragged away by jackals right like it's so detailed yeah and then you know master chief being held up by the chieftain and he has the plasma grenade in his hand and it glows and then he looks up and then just just fade to black so powerful guys what like i i've said a lot but if you could say more please so (laughs) uh back to like the marines and the believe stuff I really liked the one where they were. He was talking about how he was out in the forest for like seven days, and they had to be perfectly still. And they and then they asked him like, "Do you mind if we turn off the lights?" Yeah. They really like played his PTSD really well. Yeah. No, I yeah. Agree. even like when you were speaking to earlier with the guy picking up the gun, and he was just still. He didn't move at all. Like you could you could tell he was. No, he was it's terrified. good. They they really kind of brought it into the space that made it feel legitimate and real. Right. And really I, kind of made you believe that this is a lived in experience almost and made it made it appeal right and we don't really get that perspective we're master chief yeah we we are this ultimate soldier like we really don't ever really get the perspective of normal soldiers in the human covenant War. i mean i guess the halo universe in general would maybe o- until I, four odst they're not really normal people right they're more no they're, they're, they're more the they're, grunts they're, they're pretty combat. normal but they're again they're elite they're the elite they're, they're yeah. right under I think we said this before. They're right under Spartans, right? Yeah, ODST. I actually edited that episode today. You did say that. That's what I thought. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We were talking about how, like, oh yeah, where ODST is in the hierarchy of like the UNSC military, mm-hmm. or we'll drop shock tro- shock yeah, troopers. They right are now. kind of like yeah, that elite unit right under the Spartans. Um, they're like just well, like they're renowned enough to you know be called that. Yeah, and it's like even like an ODST. I, I guess we'll we'll see that too. And it's just like yeah, the, the, those characters are just much more normal. Absolutely, like Master Chief is not normal by any means. Did was so was this ad campaign the the believe was this the birth of Spartans never die or they're never they they never die they go MIA. I think so. Yeah. That was uh, interesting. Yeah. Because this is something that comes up again uh, a lot in the Halo universe that, uh, like, in the we've talked about the beginning of Halo 4. I cannot wait to talk about the beginning <laughs> of Halo 4, that cutscene. When, uh, you know, uh, this Oni dude or whoever he is is interviewing Halsey and... Um, and like they're talking about the Master Chief being dead, end of Halo Three. Spoilers. Uh, he he doesn't die. <laughs> and, what? Yeah. And um, and uh, Halsey goes his his report says missing in action, and then and then uh, the guy says, please, uh, Catherine, we Spartans never die. And like yeah, like it's that idea that like every Spartan is documented as missing in action. No Spartans, no Spartans are ever been KIA. killed. Yeah, interesting. It's kind of it's kind of crazy like that they use the the symbol of the Spartans in, in this propaganda, way. Mm-hmm. right? Like that, like they're like, like invincible. Way, yeah. mm-hmm. It's like yeah, they they never can get the killed. Spartans. Oh. Anything else on uh, Believe, guys, before we move on? No, oh, man, I don't think so. And I guess anything else about Halo 3 that we haven't haven't mentioned? Uh, I'm ready to get we, into the meat and potatoes, my friend. It. Halo 3 originally released on the Xbox 360 on September 27th, 2007, and then released again on the Master Chief Collection on the Xbox One on November 11th, 2014, and on PC on July 14th, 2020. Mr. Gaddis is playing on PC. Me and Trey are playing on the Series X. Guys, Welcome to Halo 3. 
Arrival, the first campaign level of Halo 3. It does not contain any actual gameplay and consists only of a look and version test on lower difficulties and an opening scene. Cortana, please take it away. They let me pick. Did I ever tell you that? Choose whichever Spartan I wanted. You know me. I did my research. Watched as you became the soldier we needed you to be. Like the others, you are strong and swift and brave. A natural leader. But you had something they didn't. Something no one saw but me. Can you guess? Luck. Was I wrong? Master Chief crashes in the African jungle near Mount Kilimanjaro. Marines, alongside with Sergeant Johnson, attempt to recover and rescue Master Chief. Uh, who wants to be who? I'll we be Sergeant to. Johnson. I'll do Master Chief. All right, I'll be Cortana for that second. And we don't have any Marine stuff. Uh, Johnson kneels by the side of his fallen friend and places a hand on his chest, feeling for breath or any sign of the man that the man is still alive. He inadvertently breathes smoke into John's face. After a few seconds, he sighs sadly and reaches behind John's head and pulls Cortana's empty chip out of his helmet. Radio for VTOL. Heavy lift gear. We're not leaving him here. An armored hand reaches up and grabs his wrist. It's John's. Yeah, you're not. He pushes himself slowly to his feet. Crazy fool. Why do you always jump? One of these days you're going to land on something as stubborn as you are. And I don't do bits and pieces. John says nothing. Instead, he reaches down and takes Cortana chips from Sergeant Johnson's hand. And let. And instead, he reaches down and takes Cortana's chip from the sergeant's hand and lets go of his arm. Where is she, Chief? Where's Cortana? John stares at the data crystal, and for a second, Cortana faces Cortana's face flashes across the screen, along with an echo from a previous game. Don't make a girl a promise if you know you can't keep it. Johnson gives him a confused look. She stayed behind. And this is, uh, we're still getting tutorials. This is our mm -hmm. look inversion tutorial. No gun tutorial, no shield bullshit. It's up, look down. up, look down. All right, see ya. Then, <laughs> like, yeah, it's quick. It, no, it is. And then uh, kind of as you're going through, it kind of gives you the buttons and stuff to press. It makes sense. That yeah, like, it's a lot more kind of get up and go. Get up and go, because right. they're like in the thick of it And at right this now. point, like, again, I feel like people are much more akin to, to video games. Yeah. yeah, and even just first person shooters in general. But yeah, absolutely. John looks around, taking in his surroundings. Somewhere near him is a familiar sight. The heat wave effect of a, a covenant active camouflage. Johnson gives it Johnson gives it a nod, an elite decloaks, revealing itself to be the arbiter, Thel Vadim. John 117 moves with a fluid grace, brushing aside Johnson and another Marine next to Vadim, drawing Johnson's pistol from his holster. Chief, wait! The arbiter's with us! Got enough to worry about without you two trying to kill each other. Were it so easy. We must go. The brutes have our scent. 
I love that line. It was a, good, it was a great little that one. Line. It really was. Yeah. Yeah. He says it at the end of the game, too. It's so good. So this is, um, I don't uh, we could read through them all, but there's, again, Johnson's, like, classic uh, difficulty determinant uh, voice line. Um, Trio, do you want to go through them? Sure, why not? So we got easy slash normal. Then they must love the smell of green. Heroic. Then they must love the smell of hero. Legendary variant one. They must love the smell of badass. I like that one actually a lot. Uh, legendary variant two. They must love the smell of badass. And I left a little present for you, Arbiter. And I'm walking away. <laughs> I'm confused on that one. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. All right. Uh, variant three, legendary. Then they must love the scent of testosterone. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, legendary variant three. Then they must love the scent of a real man. Legendary variant five. Then they must love the smell of Bulgari. Yeah, I'm doing a little product placement. I get paid too. <laughs> I got that one recently. Really? Yeah, I don't think I, I knew that was in the game. Yeah. What is Bulgari? It, it's a cologne. It's like, oh. Yeah, it's like a Italian. It's funny. They're like, listen, guys, gamers smell bad. They <laughs> get need it to together. Smell good. Yeah. We're going to give you this product placement, and it's going to be great. And that's the end of Arrival. So some trivia. The name may be a reference to Halo's predecessor, Marathon, it, it, an early Bungie game in which Arrival is also the name of the first level. Arrival is, is the first tutorial level in the Halo trilogy not to take place on a human space vessel. Um, and it just tells you where each one were. Pillar of Autumn, and then we were on the Cairo station in Halo 2. If you look very closely at the Marine's data pad, uh, you can see an x-ray of Master Chief's helmet revealing his skull. To the left of John 117's skull, there's a photo of what could be John 117's face. You think we'll get? You think we'll ever see his face? I think at the end. Infinite? Yeah. 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 I think at this point, like, it's just like, I feel like in Halo 3, remember when people were like, Another thing people did in Forge was like trying to get inside Johnson's helmet. You ever see like a picture of like somebody like a Marine would like hold a plasma pistol and charge it up. And if you flew the Oracle in Forge into his face, you could like see inside his helmet. You ever hear about that? Maybe. That sounds familiar. But like I remember like there there is this thing that like everyone wanted to see Master Chief's face in Halo mm -hmm. 3. Um, and then in Halo 4, we see it. We see a little bit of it. We know yeah. he has red hair, right? No, I don't think so. Do oh, I thought that's like I thought that's what you see him as like a child. He has red hair. I could be wrong. Maybe does wrong. he? I thought it just. Well, I know I the idea is like he's like super pale, like because the idea is he's in his suit all the time, so he would never have any sun. But like maybe it's like has a tan. It has everything. It could. Yeah, it has a it soft tan him. You know. It could. If he shits in it, he can tan in it. Yeah. Um, contrary to what players might think, Master Chief did not land on Earth using his Mjolnir armor as protection. At the other end of the crater is a metallic object suggesting John ripped it out of the Forerunner Dreadnought and rode it down to Earth. A page in the art of Halo 3 supports this theory. Also, the metallic object appears to be a Forerunner door of some sort due to the support bracing on the one side. As any player that re uh, remembers certain Halo 2 levels will tell you, and in the Halo Encyclopedia, it shows Master Chief using a piece of metal for protection as he enters the atmosphere. Master Chief appears for the first time in Halo 3 at precisely 1 minute and 17 seconds. How the <laughs> fuck did they, like, guys, listen. You need, you need to, to line this up. Yeah, you gotta line it up or we're not using it. Seconds into the cutscene when the camera descends to reveal his outstretched arm. This is both a reference to the number 117 and the 7 because 7. And wait, so... It is a reference to 117 and the 7 because it is 77, 77 seconds in. How fucking ridiculous is that? It's insane. That's Bungie crazy. 7s, man. Yeah, like it's nuts. 
Their 30th anniversary is coming up soon. Really? This this, uh, this July, July 7th. It should be... N- it should be noted that in Arrival, re-entry occurs before Sunrise, and in Landfall miniseries, re-entry occurs before Sunrise, though they are in different places. The Landfall miniseries takes place in Pakistan, accounting for the time difference. Okay. Hmm. All right. Our first level, Sierra 117. Sierra 117 is the second campaign level of Halo 3, and is the first level to feature real gameplay. This is also the first level to uh, feature Cortana moments, which will... Uh, obviously, um, you know, go by. The assault rifle is back, boys. How do we feel? It's, all right. it's, <laughs> it's all great. Right. I mean, it's fine. It's just another. All right, guys. It's, it's, it's nice glad, to have back. I don't great. know. That was great. my that was my big uh, gripe with Halo Two. Is like I wanted an AR. I didn't want no SMG. And you did say that. And like, I don't know the AR. It's it's all right. It's nothing to write home about. One thing I think Halo Three doesn't hit the mark with necessarily is the sound design. The guns don't sound great and i think the ar is a good example of just like how like better sound design like halo 4 and 5 are the oh, guns yeah. sound well even great. going from like the 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 one and twos like updated versions like yeah you notice the difference just with how like clear the audio is on certain things how yeah. like how good the music sounds it's noticeable absolutely uh we must get to the river to evacuate while moving out we hear a brute roar we are being hunted we fought we spy our first armored brute overlooking the area this is a brute captain major and if we kill him we'll pick up our first spiker and bubble shield so i'm not going to talk about the ranks of the brutes there's a lot of different ranks and they're all like minor major captains like basically it's it's like obvious that like the colors and the armor types mm-hmm. the more ornate them. it's like they seem there to be was the almost like there's already like too many i was like ah this is like unnecessary mm-hmm. So we are picking up our brute spiker. The Type 25 carbine, also known as a spiker or spike rifle, is a Jirohani firearm commonly used during the Human Covenant War. The spiker is a fully automatic, magazine-fed, rail-type weapon. It is Its metallic projectiles are superheated and elongated into the spikes that are its namesake. Two large blades made of tungsten carbine and extremely strong and durable Car- metal. Carbide. Oh, I'm sorry, yeah, car... Carbide. Get it right. Tungsten it's carbide. Alien. My apologies. <laughs> Jeez. An extremely strong and durable metal. They are mounted underneath the barrel of the weapon, increasing its effectiveness at close quarters. This weapon resembles human technology more closely than it does other forms of weapons in the Covenant ar- Arsenal. It performs admiral- admirably in a variety of uh, environments. It is widely held. Be- it is a widely held belief that the weapon could sit unattended for several weeks in an active latrine and still operate as it's issued without maintenance in a similar manner to the AK-47. Some trivia about it. While the while single-wielding the spiker, a Spartan will hold it with two hands. However, an elite doing the same will only use one hand. This occurs in the game in all games featuring the spiker. The projectiles, while inside the magazine, are most likely spherical due to the fact that the spikes are longer, longer than the actual magazine. So that's interesting. So it's almost taking these balls, superheating them, and then pushing them out in a spike when you shoot it. Yeah. That's cool. I think it's interesting that um, the Brutes kind of have this more rugged design, and the AK-47 is a very rugged gun. I don't know if you know anything well, about the AK-47. Well, it seems like a lot more, uh, what's the word, uh, less advanced. I don't even know how to describe Which it. Which makes way sense, like, because the Brutes are not, they're like, more brutal, they're advanced, yeah. but like they're, like they're not using primal. plasma weapons, they're melting metal into spikes. 
like to shoot but it's don't get me wrong still seems more advanced than what we got to a degree but then not quite as crazy as like a covenant weapon yeah or as like an elite weapon and then going back to uh like the ak-47 is known for how easy it is to manufacture and how it requires little maintenance like interesting that's why like the 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 soviets used the ak and then Mm -hmm. it's like well the soviets left it behind in afghanistan when they Mm -hmm. invaded in the 80s and that's why like terrorists commonly are depicted with ak's because like they left them behind but again they've lasted that long because they're durable weapons that's crazy halo 3 introduced new kinds of equipment items these items are immediately picked up when a player walks over them that the player can carry these items and deploy them at any time with the button X. Only one equipment item can be carried at a time. So, picking up the bubble shield. The Z4190 Temporal Protective Enfolder slash Stationary Shield, also known as the Bubble Shield, I like that better, is an anti <laughs> off the tongue a little bit better. You think yeah. so? The boys in marketing thought of that one. <laughs> <laughs> The bubble shield is an anti-artillery and personal defense device. The technology involved with it is owned by a UNSC's ONI branch. The bubble shield projects a translucent, slightly white, gold, honeycombed, tinted protective sphere around the user. The shield protects against bullets, explosives, explosions, lasers, plasma, flames, frag grenades, and other projectiles. Players and vehicles, however, are still able to pass through it. After approximately 20 seconds has passed, the shield will collapse and the generator will self-destruct. Whether it is of human or covenant origin is unknown as there is little information and much speculation for both theories. Many point out that the covenant, mainly the brute, have been known to secure human weapons and equipment for their own ends, thus pointing to the bubble shield as being one of human development. However, no humans are seen making use of it during the campaign, and the only users are brutes, suggesting the bubble shield is of covenant design. Some trivia, the original bubble shield was smaller than the finished bubble shield as seen in the Starry Night video. Yeah, it looked like it was more of like a personal type of bubble shield rather than like a... Yeah, I guess they wanted to like cut... There was probably like an animation that would be like Master Chief would get down for the small one. So I guess they just like, eh, make it just this and make it big. And it's funny, even with like, just to segue a tiny bit for a second, even in Halo Infinite, we see these how they're using like power-ups now and the way Mm -hmm. you kind of activate them yourself. Yeah, yeah. It's very cool. Mm -hmm. What do you guys think of equipment in this game? Uh, Like... This is the first time we're kind of getting this system, and it does kind of evolve into Halo 4, but are you lukewarm to it? You like it? Dislike it? Fuck energy drain. Yeah, energy drain's a bitch. <laughs> uh, Fuck energy yeah, I don't drain. know. I didn't really... I didn't find that it like made a major difference to me, but I wasn't sitting there like, why it. did they add these? Oh, you know what I mean? The regenerator, uh, which we'll talk about a little later, kind of sucks. It doesn't really do much. Yeah. I agree. I wasn't. My, I like didn't notice that it was making a. It's kind of good in multiplayer. Oh yeah. I well, feel that like, would make. More I sense. feel like the equipment was really kind of made for multiplayer. I've. A, I don't know if you guys read far enough, but the flare is interesting. Oh yeah, it, it um, is. Um, Why is it? Uh, oh, we'll get to it. All right, uh, interesting. But yeah, I, 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 like I don't. I, I have no really opinion about equipment in Halo Three. Like it's there. It's mm-hmm. cool. It doesn't detract. It doesn't add. Maybe they're just trying to add like a new feature into the game. Right. I think it's exactly what it is. Next up, we have a stealth section where we encounter more Covenant troops. Uh, This is the first place where you can find the Needler in Halo 3, and if you notice, you can no longer deal with it, but it's just as good. Love it. (laughs) Beyond the encampment, a brute captain is torturing a Sergeant Reynolds on a lock. It is possible and and optional to save this Marine by killing or distracting the brute before he kills him. And the brute goes, tell me its location, and Sergeant Reynolds goes, kiss my ass. I and saved then, him. Th- yeah, I think. Yeah. 
Yeah, you can you can save him, which I think is pretty cool. Uh, if the sergeant is not saved, the brute breaks his spine and throws him down. Noticing the Master Chief and the Arbiter, if he is saved, Reynolds jumps down from the log and grabs a nearby assault rifle and joins the fight and says, Brute Chieftain, Phantom, pinned us down, killed my men. That's it. Um, we'll progress a little further and we get our first Cortana moment. Could you sacrifice me to complete your mission? Could you watch me die? This is a reference to the fall of Reach when Dr. Halsey asked Cortana, talking about Master Chief, could you sacrifice him if you had to? Could you watch him die? A Marine looks back. Sir, are you okay? Another Marine goes, your vital signs just pinged. K-I-A. I miss that. I noticed that too. And yeah. a Marine will say, if you have the I would have been your daddy skull on on Legendary, he goes, uh, you're a chick, right? <laughs> I always throw the I would have been your daddy skull on. It's yeah. What does that one do? Is it, it, just, it, it, it gives just like extra like dialogue. Interesting dialogue like, yeah. Not interesting, like, like just joke extra. Yeah, yeah, joke. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Mostly from like Marines and Definitely. stuff. Like they'll say um, funny shit. Um, next part. I don't even know why I add this in, but I always remember this. Banshees. Fast and low. Fast and low. <laughs> Get a hold of her. <laughs> yeah, so we, uh, we're progressing uh, and we must. Two Banshees get shot down, and we must find Johnson's crashed Banshee, and we go through Sniper Alley. And in Sniper Alley, you can find one of the many Easter eggs in Halo 3, the Caveman Easter egg, before proceeding to the right. Um, do you Have you guys found these little monkey guys? I have, oh, yeah. 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 yeah, I feel like Halo is really well known for its Easter eggs because again, mm -hmm. with like file share and screenshots, I feel like people were like taking pictures of that, and it's like remember like the dev in his underwear. Oh his yeah, hands he's like, yeah. There's a, yeah. I'm pretty sure it's an achievement now to find him. Yeah, it is. Mm -hmm. uh, it, I think most of the Easter eggs in Halo Three are achievements. Actually, yeah. most of the Easter eggs in the series are achievements. Uh, some of them are really well hidden, uh, but in Halo, I feel like they're pr much easier to find. The caveman, uh, the cavemen all bear the face of Marcus Leto, a senior employee at Bungie. The internal name for the for the caveman is the 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 gorilla though. Uh, the caveman originated as an internal email prank of photoshopping Marcus Leto's face on a female gorilla. <laughs> could you imagine? Clowns, could you imagine like you're in the game <laughs> forever? forever. <laughs> this is just so, who is this? Yeah, and everyone's looking that up and, and it's so it. memorable. Yeah. You're like you're one of the more memorable yeah. Easter eggs. Yeah, like right in the beginning of the game. Um, we're moving towards the next part, and we can find a crash pelican uh, with a boatload of weapons. If you listen carefully, you will hear Chips Dubbo in the area as well. He's I'm Chips. Yeah. Hey, Chief. Hey, Chief. Uh, Johnson is taken hostage by a brood chieftain, and we fight our way through a dam facility and encounter a chieftain on the dam. Trio, can you read the gravity hammer? It would be us? my pleasure. Picking up the gravity hammer. The Type 2 energy weapon, or gravity hammer is a powerful two-handed melee weapon used by the Jirohani in the Covenant Empire. It is a highly symbolic Jirohani weapon that is analogous to the Sanghili energy sword. This is a powerful weapon. This powerful weapon can also be used to manipulate gravity, allowing it to push opponents away or pull them towards the wielder, as well as deflecting incoming projectiles. This weapon consists of a shaft, <laughs> a head, ooh. Ooh. Oh, man. and a blade. Oh, oh. What are we, what a are we field, <laughs> a field generator which is located in the head. Ooh. Ooh. Oh man, it's <laughs> a kinetic pulse. You know what the, I'm saying? <laughs> the exact mechanism by which it functions is currently under investigation by the UNSC. And a little bit of trivia for you. The gravity hammer is used in Griftball. 
uh, which is a really fun game, actually. When did that come out? Like Halo Three? Was yeah, that Halo 3. was that a custom game before? Rift Ball was a rain. Uh, a Red versus Blue Easter egg, right? Yeah. And then they made a new game. Into a game wow. Mode. I wrote uh, sort of off topic. Maybe I'll cut this out. What do you want to maybe talk about Machinima at the end? I know you wanted to, like specifically. Yeah, there's a. Yeah, we could probably talk about it. At the like, end. do you, you want to do it at the end wanna, of like the. It, of like this podcast or no, like no, the end, no. of, the end of like the whole thing yeah if you want to like assemble like a little segment we can like maybe some memorable absolutely YouTube i think videos. that'd be fun yeah right yeah yeah, yeah. Right. I, I could ask my friends they were they were all over I love all that stuff yeah and I, I yeah i can add to that too. definitely cool in early development of halo 3 the gravity hammer was identical to that of the fist of rooked used by tartarus in halo 2 well, that would have been that's three. two for French. Well, no, that's for three. For, uh, that's actually do is two for yeah, French. Yeah, Twas, yeah. three. I took, so French. I, was I took French in high school. <laughs> Same. Uh, ODS- like, literally. <laughs> ODSTs can use the gravity hammer effectively in Halo 3 ODST, despite them being normal humans and not having the strength of Spartan 2, Spartan 3, Spartan 4's elites or a brute. Why? I don't get why we could never push or pull with the gravity hammer only well smack. i mean you could kind of like smack and it would push people away like that explosion I'm, would push but like you couldn't really pull people towards me how, no, how no, sick would that be yeah, yeah, like, like uh, tartars does the to the keys mm-hmm. no, no to 343 should i oh, keep going with oh, him yeah y- yeah could you read invincible yeah invincibility? Sure. invincible well picking up some invincibility invincibility is an equipment item featured in halo 3 and halo 3 odst it gives the br- the user a brief period of invulnerability lasting about 10 seconds. In order to obtain it, the player is required to kill a Jirohani chieftain without them activating it, although it, in some rare cases it can be found lying around in certain levels. After killing this chieftain, we free Johnson and hold out the area for evac. And during the struggle, we can find a regenerator. Uh, regenerator is a piece of equipment used in Halo 3. It was reverse-engineered covenant technology and it emits a small green energy field in which it restores the player shield as well as anybody around you including enemies for 15 seconds there is however a small delay before beginning the recharge which means the player is still vulnerable you can get a kill with a headshot with a sniper rifle or close range with a shotgun one of the things i noted uh watching this so like the phantom gets destroyed out in the damn part and then it like falls in the water and it like floats down i was just like ah <laughs> game engine stuff i was just like look at that that wouldn't happen in halo 2 i don't yeah. think <laughs> anything guys before we kind of get into the end of uh sierra woman 7 that you want to mention about sort of like our first you know encounters in halo 3 first time fighting i mean nothing really of note i think it's i love like we said before i love how we get right back into it I love how yeah, we just we really get right we hit the ground in. running. It feels like a full level right off the bat. Like it's funny how those like, I guess that is technically a level. Those beginning tutorial things that we've done. But I was like, oh, we're we're in it to win it. And I love all the weapons. I love how just we're getting started. That's really it. I feel like Halo Two had like a like a darker paint palette on it. And now I agree. Halo Three, it's a bit more. It's more lush. A little bit more pop. I mean, yeah. we are on Earth. Earth. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like a lot of levels are darker, and I mean, we are on Halo and some mm-hmm. levels in Halo 2, but yeah, Earth, we have like a typical day-night cycle, so yeah, I guess it makes sense that, yeah. I, I think you're right, though. Good observation. Um, If that is it. Hocus lowers the Pelican to the dam, picking up Johnson, Master Chief, and the Arbiter, uh, and any, mar- any remaining Marines board Kilo 2-3. Do you want me to keep going with, with Johnson? Or just... Yeah, sure. If the chief does not board the pelican, come on, chief, 
Commander's key, Commander Keys is waiting. If the chief still stalls. Come on, chief. The world won't save itself. If chief doesn't, still doesn't board. Do you or do you not want to finish the fight? <laughs> <laughs> Kilo, uh, Kilo 2-3 takes off. Johnson gives chief a pat on the shoulder appreciatively and goes into the cockpit. The back hatch closes and Kilo 2-3 flies over the first dam en route to the crow's nest. The view cuts to an area in the jungle. Sentries on watch in the jungle spot. Kilo 2-3 on approach. IFF confirmed. Contact is Pelican dropship. Kilo 2-3 over. Roger that. What's the word? Kilo 23. Sierra 117 on board. Request priority clearance over. Deck's yours. Come on down. Kilo 23 proceeds to descend into a hole in the ground. And that is the end of Sierra 117. Two quick facts of trivia for you. Uh, Sierra 117 is John's Spartan tag. And the river in the area is the Wiru Wiru River. Interesting. That's weird. We are in Africa. Hmm. Okay. So I did add some co. There's some co-op trivia here because I know uh, Chris has been playing in co-op occasionally with his friends, but this is the first time in Halo that we're not just duplicate Master Chief. Uh, if you're player two, you play as the Arbiter. We know him. If you're player three, you're Nitho Sororum, and if you're player four, you're Uzi Taham. Ooh, Uzi. And they do have their own backstory. That's really cool, man. Um, I I like, should I read it? Uh, it's kind of long. Yeah, I don't think we need to go in fully detail, but like that is interesting that there is stuff to dive into there if you really wanted to. Instead of just giving you like yeah, you're just another chief. Yeah, one is like a special operations uh elite and the other one is like one of the liaisons to the Marines. It's it's interesting. I didn't know this until yeah, that's very cool. doing this research that these two Marines like basically they're the default like normal blue elite and then the new like combat armor with the, like the shorter like circular helmet elite and uh yeah they, they sure. it's cool that they have their own story and they're actually like characters mm -hmm. um and they're not just like random you know peeps absolutely trio oh yeah we're done play Let's us just, out what does that mean to play, play us, us out. out i don't get it guys thank you so much for listening and playing along with us on our halo journey this has been so much fun uh, you can find this podcast everywhere podcasts are found. Just search Delco Nerd Network as well as on the social medias. Search at Delco Nerds. We're all over there. We have a Facebook page. We have a Discord. You can find us all on our flow page, all linked up in all of our bios as well. It's pretty easy to find. Uh, you can find all this information on our website, DelcoNerdNetwork.com. You can also email us, DelcoNerds at gmail.com. But for Gooch, for Chris, I've been Trio. Thanks for listening, guys. Stay nerdy, and we will see you next time.